and welcome back to Adventures from the Van, the podcast. Thanks for joining me once again. This podcast is sponsored by my patrons. If you would like to help sponsor this podcast and become a patron, you can check out my Patreon in the show notes. My patrons are helping to support this podcast as well as my blog and in exchange, depending on whichever tier you have joined, you may be getting a postcard from me monthly from wherever I am in the U.S. So if you would like to help support this podcast, go ahead and check out the link. All right, let's get started. So I am coming to you from Southern Utah, which is a place I've been a lot lately, but I'm wrapping up my time here and getting ready to hit the road, adventuring towards warmer weather. I haven't quite decided where I'll end up, but I'm looking for like sunny and 75 degrees, maybe 80 degrees. I just want to be warm enough to like shower and uh, go outside in the morning without bundling up. So that's what I'll be searching for this week. Now I have been busy working on a few awesome projects, one of which I want to share with you now. So hopefully you've been listening to my podcast in order, which means that my very first episode I sent you away to listen to a podcast that I had recorded with my friend Milo. Um, That is what sort of sparked this project of my own podcast because she had given me the opportunity to share the beginning of my story and then a friend had reached out saying that she wanted to hear more and this podcast was born. Well, Milo reached out to me last week and pitched the idea of doing a joint podcast together. I have been lucky enough to do a few podcasts with her on her own podcast and we have so much fun doing them. So we have started a new podcast together. It's called Girls Just Want to Drive Vans. You can find it wherever you're streaming this podcast now. I will also link to it in the show notes, so you can also find it there. But this podcast is a little bit different from mine. We are taking more of an informational route where we're explaining some of the ins and outs of van life. Um, whether you are curious about how it works because you also want to live in a van or you're just curious because it's interesting, I would definitely encourage you to go check it out. Her and I go back and forth conversationally, sharing stories, um, but talking about some of the most asked questions we get uh, regarding van life. So our first episode is about safety on the road. Um, That tends to be one of the most asked questions is uh, how do we stay safe? And so we share some stories and laugh a lot. Uh, It's pretty funny. It's guaranteed to make you smile. Definitely go check it out. So it's called Girls Just Want to Drive Vans. You can also find it on Instagram and on Facebook. All right. But now to my own podcast. So don't worry. I will continue doing this one. I love telling my stories here. And I'm glad that one takes sort of a different route. So I still have this avenue here. So um, I have been looking forward to recording this podcast since I recorded the last one. Because on this podcast, it's some of my favorite stories to tell from my time on the road. Still at this point, two and a half years in, this has some great ones. So buckle up (laughs) because uh, my dating journey uh, really takes a wild ride on this episode. All right. So we're taking you back to February 2019. 
at the beginning of this episode, I would have been in Florida. I was traveling down the eastern side of Florida, and please listen to these episodes in order. So the last week we left off, um, I had been dating a guy, Jacksonville guy, out of Jacksonville, Florida, and then didn't really know where we stood, didn't want to overstay my welcome, so I continued on and started traveling um, around Florida. I We didn't really have set plans to meet back up. We left it very open-ended. Um, so I didn't know if I would see him again. We were keeping in touch, but we hadn't had any of those conversations. So I continued on down the eastern side of Florida. I had spent a little time in St. Augustine, and then I continued on south. So I landed in a town called Port Orange and took a couple days to stay there. So I found uh, a little trail system where I could ride my bike and the weather got really nice and I could go to this park during the day where this trailhead was and hang out with the doors open and enjoy my time with Dakota. I started doing a little running again and was just slowing down a little bit. So um, I was starting to experience what it was like for it to be too hot. In previous episodes, you know, I had spent November in Michigan and then December kind of in West Virginia, uh, Virginia, not in nice weather, freezing, worrying about whether I could keep my water from freezing overnight. And just a couple months later in Florida, I was now dealing with too hot. So uh, I got to this trail system and wanted to go ride my bike, but I was worried about leaving Dakota behind. And she didn't want to come with, or it was too hot. I don't remember why I wasn't bringing her, but I started dealing with how to figure that out. And there's no magic trick to um, dealing with too hot with a dog. I get asked this a lot about how do you keep your dog cool. Um, there isn't a lot you can do. My van is insulated, so that helps. I have Reflectix that I can put on the windows, which helps to reflect the heat away. But this is still a vehicle, and it will still get warm if it's hot enough out. Now, unlike a car, if it's 80 degrees, I can leave her in the van no problem, and it stays nice and cool in here. I have it set up with a fan and a cross breeze, and with all the windows covered, there's no problem. Whereas like, if it was 80 degrees, it's too hot for you to leave your dog in the car on a sunny day. So I'm in Florida though. We're dealing with humidity and we're dealing with 80 degree temperatures. So I would get the van all covered up, fans on, and then I would sit inside the van and wait and see what happened with the temperatures. If I started getting uncomfortable, it was going to be too hot for her. So this led to taking quick rides or heading out earlier in the morning Um, and there was one day we had gone for an early morning trail run after work and I had the van parked in this field and I had all the doors open and it was just beautiful. I got back from the run and I had all the doors open and I was getting ready to make myself some coffee and some breakfast and I was starving after this run. And what happens when you are in a place with your doors open where there are people around is most of the time, somebody will come up and want to see your van or talk to you about van life. 
which you get used to. And I love talking to strangers, so I never mind having people come up and take a peek in the van. So starts with like one person comes over like, oh, wow, this is so cool. I've always thought about doing this. And they're looking at the van. And before I know it, I have a crowd of people at my van. And I had just gotten back from a run. So I am like, you know, salty and uh, starving. I had my stove out ready to cook, but hadn't had a chance to cook anything yet. And I wish I was exaggerating, but they were there for like two and a half hours talking to me about things I had seen as like the crowd would die down, more people would come over. Uh, It was way too long and I was way too nice and didn't tell people, okay, I have to just cook and eat. So you can stay and talk to me, but I have to go. Um, So I ended up just starving. But in that crowd of people, (laughs) there was one guy, uh, an older gentleman talking to me about my van and being just fascinated by the entire thing. And I remember he, uh, this is something I love to quote still, but he was like looking at my van and my lifestyle and all this stuff. And he's like, wow, stress-free living must be nice. (laughs) So it's my favorite line to drop when uh, van life is at its most stressful. (laughs) Ah, stress-free living. But another couple in the group uh, started talking to me for a while. They had a dog that was playing and, um, they asked me where I was spending the night. And I told them that I was staying at a Walmart up the road. And they're like, no, no, don't stay at the Walmart. We have a big lot next to our house. Just come park there. So that worked out great. I ended up going to their house to stay, um, and spend the night. So I was continuing on my dating journey. Jacksonville guy and I didn't have plans to meet back up. We never had a conversation about whether this was going to turn into something. So I just kept on dating. I had heard from him a bit. But again, he was really hard to read as far as whether or not he was interested in continuing to see me. So I get on Tinder and I end up matching with a guy and we start talking. He is a flight medic. So in like the rescue helicopters to pick up people and uh, do like life flight. So, wow. Awesome. (laughs) I will definitely go on a date with you. You sound fascinating. Um, As we were kind of going back and forth, he had sent me a video of his morning little kayak um, with dolphins like jumping next to him while he's kayaking and he's telling me that he could take me kayaking yes okay this is sounding like an even better deal he's got dogs um and so we had plans to meet up because of my work schedule dating is very tricky um at that time I was working overnight and so going out to dinner didn't work great because I always wanted to try and be in bed by like 7 p.m. That's a real buzzkill on a date to try and wrap it up by 7 p.m. or to meet for dinner at 4 o'clock. So I had proposed meeting for brunch and we could meet after I was done working. So that was the plan. I finished working. I like get dressed up in like the nicest clothes I have. Again, not really being dressed up, but I had like showered and I put on makeup. Like I was ready for a date. I was super excited about this. And it's getting closer to the time that we're supposed to meet. And I hear from him and he's like, hey, 
I am so sorry. I'm almost back to my house, but I realized I forgot something. I have to go all the way back to work. It's going to be a little while. I'm like, okay, no problem. I have literally nothing else planned for the entire day. I didn't tell him that, but I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Just let me know when you're ready to meet and we can meet then. So I don't hear from him for a little while. And I finally hear from him again and he's like, hey, I'm stuck in traffic. It's really bad. So sorry. I'm like, okay. Again, it's fine. I don't have anything planned. I'll wait. And then like another hour goes by and he's like, hey, I'm really sorry. Do you think we could just plan to meet another day? And I said, no, thank you. As much as I was like really looking forward to meeting this dreamy guy, uh, it doesn't really seem like he has invested in meeting me. And so I told him that and I said, uh, no, thanks. Like if you really wanted to meet with me, then you would meet with me. And uh, so that ended. Now, meanwhile, I am dressed to go on a date and it's not brunch time anymore. Now it's like early afternoon. And so I wasn't going to like waste the time and effort that I had put into getting ready. So instead, I went down to New Smyrna Beach and walked around a bit. And then I was going to take myself out on a date. I figured I would just find a bar and go sit down at the bar and talk to the bartender or whoever was sitting there and have myself a good time. So I am getting ready to go find a bar and I'm sitting in the van swipe it on tinder to kill some time and so i swipe on uh, a guy and in his profile it says that he lives on a sailboat i'm like wow okay this is perfect it's like van life but a sailboat um this is so interesting so we match and we start chatting and I'm asking him about the sailboat and like, that's so cool. Um, he's like, yeah, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to find a bar to go hang out at New Smyrna Beach. And he's like, oh, you should go to this one. Actually, do you want some company? And I'm like, well, perfect. I don't have to take myself out on a date. Uh, this guy can come take me out on a date. So we meet and He's a good-looking guy in his photos, and he looks exactly like his photos. I'm like, great. He's a little shorter than I thought he was going to be, but I don't really care about height. I would love for you to be taller than me. I'm only five foot five, so that's not too hard to do. Um, but again, I really don't care. Um, but he goes in for the hug, and he smells like cigarettes, which is going to be a no from me. But that was fine. I was like prepared for this to just be a fun night where I was going to go sit at the bar by myself. So now I've got company. No big deal. So we sit down at this bar and we both order a drink. And uh, the second that we order it, he's like, you know, I had just ordered whatever I wanted. I didn't think about the price of it. We weren't having dinner. We were just having a drink. And he's like, so I'll get this one but you got the next one, right? And I'm like, yep, that's fine. I mean, I don't know. I guess I am kind of traditional in the sense that like, I do like when a guy buys dinner or drinks or ice cream or whatever it is on the first date. Um, I think it's a nice gesture. So the fact that he was like, yeah, I'll get this round, but 
next one's on you. Especially when we were just going out for like a beer. And I was like, ah, that's kind of weird. But again, he was already a no in my eyes. It's fine. Well, then I'm asking him to start telling me about this sailboat thing. How cool. And he's like, yeah, so I have this sailboat, but it doesn't run. It's actually broken. I'm like fixing it up. So it's anchored at my parents' house. And I'm like, oh, not as cool, but okay. Um, And so we're going back and forth telling stories. And he mentions that he has traveled across the country um, in a tent. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. I love backpacking also. Tell me about when you were doing that. And he's like, well, I was like, uh, I don't know, 17 or 18 maybe. He had dropped out of high school and traveled with his buddy. And he's telling me that his buddy was on disability. So that's how they funded their travels. And then when they ran out of money for drugs, they would sit on the corner and beg. And then it all clicked. (laughs) He was not backpacking. He was, in fact, homeless. (laughs) And uh, that was not what I expected. (laughs) So I'm asking him to tell me more. And all of the pieces are starting to come together. Like, he's living on this broken sailboat at his parents' house, We talked about jobs, and he's like, oh, I'm just kind of piecing things together. Um, We order a beer, and he's like, but you got the next one. And I'm like, oh, Mm, I see. Okay, this is not what I thought it was. Um, So needless to say, it was an interesting date. We had fun talking. We did stay for two beers, and I bought the second round. But that was going to be that. I was kind of, I was ready to part ways by the end of that. So uh, I make it back to the couple's house that I was parked at and told them the story and was ready to wrap it up in Port Orange and move on the next day. I continued to head south and I found a beach that Dakota could hang out at too. So I'm walking along this beach and it came to like a little cove where there weren't any waves. Um, A couple episodes ago, I told you about Dakota's first experience in the ocean, but this part of the ocean had no scary waves, so I was excited to get Dakota into the water, and she went willingly into the water this time. Now, she's not much of a swimmer. She likes to kind of wade up to her ankles, so she gets in up to her ankles, and her immediate reaction to getting in the water typically is to take several big gulps of it so she gets in and immediately starts to drink and then I watched I could see it register in her head as she's like spitting the water back out that that is not fresh water in fact that is salty (laughs) so Dakota's second experience in the ocean also not great she is not an ocean dog While Dakota and I are walking around there admiring the uh, shirtless dudes who are surfing, uh, I get a text message. And luckily, I screenshotted a lot of text messages from people that I've met on the road in the past two and a half years, which has led itself really nicely for retelling stories such as this one. So I'm going to be able to read you this exact text message from the sailboat guy. 
he messages me, do you have a passport? Now, this was out of the blue. We were not keeping in touch like we had had that date, and that was that, and I hadn't heard from him again until this text. Do you have a passport? And I said, yes. It expires soon, though. I need to get a new one. Why? And he says, I have an opportunity for you if you decide to stick around just a bit longer. Don't have to decide about it now, but in a month. My buddy, his friend Colton, me, and this older dude might be taking off to go treasure hunting in the Bahamas for a week. My friend is offering that along with $500 if you give him a ride to New Mexico after. (laughs) I can't even read this without laughing. (laughs) My friend is offering that... Along with $500 if you give him a ride to New Mexico after. Could be fun and an experience. And thought if it's something you might be interested in. (laughs) Sorry, the typos are bad. Think about it. You don't need an answer right now, but could be fun. (laughs) So, (laughs) uh, this guy got a nickname of the pirate because i mean <laughs> all right let's break it down so this opportunity if i decided to stick around a bit longer now mind you i had already left but i didn't have to decide now i could always come back uh in about a month so i'd be going with this the pirate <laughs> His buddy, I'm assuming that's a dude. His friend, Colton. So the pirate doesn't know Colton. And this older dude. Okay, this older dude sets off the alarms. I feel like he's trouble. Um, They might be taking off to go treasure hunting in the Bahamas for a week. I have no idea what that means. What is treasure hunting? Like, My first thought is that they're walking around with metal detectors on the beach looking for something. Um, My gut tells me it has something to do with drugs. (laughs) Either way, sounds bad. Um, And like I could end up murdered. Uh, So um, (laughs) my response was, Darn, I don't know what I would do with Dakota. Don't think that would work. And he said, oh, no, she could come too. (laughs) Dakota, I don't know. She's been on boats before. But something tells me this uh, Dakota doesn't like sailboat life or whatever kind of boat they're taking to the Bahamas. Um, But this next part of the text really is what gets me. So the reason I'm being invited is because that's their collateral, that if they take me treasure hunting and give me $500, I will then take uh, the pirate's friend to New Mexico from Florida. Um, It's going to take probably more than $500 to get from Florida to New Mexico in the van. 
But that's not the reason I would be saying no, uh, despite what you might think. (laughs) So lots of you follow me on Instagram. You've probably seen pictures of my van or you've been lucky enough to be in the van. So half of the van is my bed. My bed is a full-size bed. And that is the only sleeping space in the van, which would mean that unless the friend is bringing his own accommodations, he would be sleeping with me. Um, my bedroom also happens to be my kitchen and my bathroom. And I guess I would probably, after a week of treasure hunting, be quite comfortable peeing and pooping in front of this person. Uh, I just don't think that I wanted to sign up for spending that amount of time with the buddy, even if he was going to give me the treasure hunting experience of my life and $500. So as much as it probably would have made for a great story, um, had I come out of it alive, I did have to turn down that amazing opportunity. So I'm actually going to wrap this up here because the next part I want to tell you about is going to take a little while. I go on a wild adventure in Jupiter. (laughs) But for now, I'm going to leave you at the pirate. Uh, One of my favorite, favorite dating stories from the road. Almost makes me want to start dating again just to uh, (laughs) snag a few more life experiences and, you know, unexpected opportunities to go treasure hunting with a couple dudes you don't know so thanks so much for tuning in i really appreciate you listening reaching out letting me know that you love it or sharing it with your friends um if you would like to connect with me you can find me on facebook and instagram at adventures from the van you can also send me an email to jenny at adventures from the van.com or you can find all of these stories and the pictures to go with them on my blog at adventures from van.com And make sure to check out my other project, Girls Just Want to Drive Vans. You can find that wherever you stream podcasts. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll see you back here next week.